Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Board YouTube channel today for Pick and Roll. This is the show where we go live every weekday to bring you NBA discussion and betting content. And we have some good bets lined up for you guys. Also, some great discussion with the first meaningful trade of the NBA season happening yesterday, pretty quickly after we ended the show yesterday. Uh, and from that show, let's talk about the picks that were had on that show. Before we do that, please make sure if you've been enjoying the content over here, you are subscribed to the board on YouTube. Goes a long way to supporting us, supporting the channel, helping us create content. And please make sure you smash that like button and visit thehammer.bet for more content across all sports. All right, so here are the plays from yesterday. So it's a split on the bets so far this season, though it's been just under plus 13 units. Uh, losing the VIG as the picks go one and one. DeAndre Hunter voids in the end. Another voided bet, unfortunately, here. But I will say uh, we've had some issues with injuries, guys, like the Jared Allen one where he was – he had an illness before the game, played six minutes, doesn't finish the game. So I think we kind of dodged this one a little bit because he was a late scratch because of that illness. So uh, better than him going out there and not playing 100%. But let's talk about in order. Uh, first of all, the winning bet. We have Alperen Shengun once again doing us right here. Hips, you've been going to him a lot. And Anthony Edwards going over. I'm sure you had your eyes on this as a Rockets fan. Talk about Alperen Shengun's performance here. Is the is the sound coming through okay? I don't know. It keep freezing. I don't know. It's or is it on your side or mine? But uh, the 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 screen does just keep freezing. But uh, on, okay. on the on the last bet, I mean, uh, it was a, a bit of slow start for Anthony Edwards. Shengun was getting the assist like. Uh, well, like like two in the first quarter, the one in the third quarter, two in the third quarter. So like he was just doing all kinds of work and playing amazing as Shingun is. But uh, Edwards scored like ten points in the last mid two minutes of the game, and I, I just don't understand why he didn't take over the game earlier, because the game was there to take. He was guarded by. Eric Gordon and yeah, he, he just had it like on, on the plate, but he missed a couple of wide open trees, then missed a couple of layups, then got called for an offensive foul charge on the drives, and he actually got fouled on one drive and it was overturned, overturned, and he, he was frustrated and then he just started being aggressive and then killed this line. Yeah, good to see. I mean, he's a guy who can switch it on, so we got that. And uh, nice to see Shen Goon once again coming in good on the bets. Hopefully, uh, Houston Rockets head coach Silas can also see what Shen Goon's been doing out there. Another play going to Clarkson and Conley in this one. Uh, I was pretty busy last night, so I wasn't really following along with these ones. But unfortunately, uh, neither of the selections covered here. Uh, did this game just kind of not go to the script you kind of predicted? Yeah, Clarkson didn't play for the last 15 minutes of the game at all. It was a blowout. And Mike Conley had the, the first half zero assists, like first time this season. And yeah, then in the third quarter, he also didn't get any assists. So he needed the third quarter with zero assists. Started the fourth quarter, made, made like three quick assists. 
and then just left the game because it was a blowout. So, yeah, I don't think this will cover even if it wasn't up for a blowout. But it was weird to see like uh, 90 points scored by the Hornet, uh, by the Jazz and zero assists for Mike Conley. Like, yeah, in the first three quarters. So, yeah. weird, uh, weird, weird game. Like, I think he actually had potential assists, but they just didn't make shots. Uh, but they played through, like, everyone. They didn't, like, they just, like, okay, we are winning a lot. We are just going to get everyone the touch on the ball. And, yeah. Yeah, sometimes these sort of plays happen. Unfortunate, but we have three official plays coming for you guys a little bit later on today to try and bounce back from that. And before we do that, though, do want to get some discussion. In, and this one was pretty easy. Like I said earlier, shortly after we finished yesterday's show, the Los Angeles Lakers uh, had some action down and made a pretty decent pickup here. They pick up Rui Hachimura from the Washington Wizards. It didn't appear as though there were plans for the Wizards to re-sign Hachimura, the former lottery pick. And in exchange, the Wizards received a 2023 second-round pick through Chicago, uh, a 2029 second from the Lakers, and the less favorable uh, Washington have already sent the 2028 pick to the Lakers in the Westbrook trade, I'm pretty sure, and the less favorable of L.A. and that Washington pick from 2028 will go to Washington as well. So a pretty buy-low pickup here, in my opinion, from the Lakers, adding in Hachimura. Yesterday we spoke about Thomas Bryant, Russ coming off the bench, maybe adding in Ruby Hachimura into that fold. Um, seems like a pretty good option for me, Pips. Uh, what do you make of the trade, the fit for Hachimura, and maybe who won the trade here? So first of all, I will just say that I'm actually a fan of Hachimura. Like, I think he's a good player and he has the potential to be even better. I'm actually a bit like surprised. Last season, he shot 45% from the three. Like, it was only like his corner threes, like wide open corner threes, but he had 45%. So I never expected to him to drop to the 33, 33% this season. So I think if he can shoot them like 37, 38%, which he showed that he can, he could be a decent pickup for, for these Lakers. I mean, he's decent pickup overall, but when we talk about the fit, okay, they like shooters. Did they get, did they get shooter? No, they get, but okay, they get, they needed a, some reliable big, like the the like power forward position and they got it and that's okay but yeah i think still like without a good shooter like i don't think they they, they have anything sorted out and but okay if they get a, a one another shooter like if they go for boyan and i think they could but the asking price for the, for from the pistons is not something like a shown that they want to, to pay, but yeah. I, I I think this is a pretty good pickup for the Lakers. Like, you know, all the things you outlined there, maybe it's not quite the, the perfect sort of fit here, but they really don't give up much. They give up three second round picks. That's not going to mean too much to LA in the grand scheme of things. One of which they still have a second round pick for that year. So I think this is a, is a nice spot for the Lakers kind of focusing on a little bit of future assets as well, because they are apparently going to be looking to extend Hachimura beyond this season. Uh, I, I actually forgot to add in, sorry, that Kendrick Nunn was involved in this trade going to the wizards. 
um it's it's not it's yeah it's not much of a factor <laughs> i didn't mean to do that but yeah it's kind of like kendrick nunn wasn't really doing much for the lakers uh kind of unfortunate how an injury seems to have derailed his career but they won't miss that asset at all and if they extend hachimura he's a pretty young player maybe there's a little bit of extra upside there the wizards can find I felt like the Wizards maybe could have gotten a bit more, but they're prioritizing, I guess, Kuzma as their power forward. So uh, it wasn't very necessary to have Hachimura. So um, I, I still feel like they could have gotten a bit more. I like this. I think LA wins this trade, and I, and I like that pick for them. I think um, it'll be really interesting to see just how Hachimura is going to be utilized here. Uh, but if that is all on that trade, let's move now into the official pick segment. Of today's show, like I said, three official plays coming your way. And first of all, we are going to MSG as the Cavaliers are in town. Darius Garland once again is the focus. So we are betting Darius Garland to score over 20 and a half points, which is minus 120 at BetMGM. And I like, I actually, like, I know the Raptors played like twice in the last week against the Knicks. And I'll just ask you, what do you think about this bet? Considering what Fred Pantuit has done to this team, um, yeah, I, I I do see some issues with the Knicks guarding yeah. uh, guards. I think just these shifty guards have had a lot of joy. Obviously, Fred Van yeah, sorry in to, particular, we got you off the guard. But in those two games, Fred Pantuit had thirty three and twenty eight points, even with the struggling season. Even with a bit of a struggling season and. The rest of the games, he was just like creating and being on a low usage. But the next games, he took it over. And the reason, and the next game, uh, Mitchell Robinson got hurt. And Jericho Sims at the five is just not the same defensive player. And yeah. in like Knicks were like getting the games in the mud and allowing like 105 to 110 points a game. And in the last two games without Mitchell Robinson, they allowed 125 and 139. And the games against the Hawks, we saw just like Dejounte Murray and Trey Young taking turns shooting wide open mid-range shot. Mid-range shot. Like, that, that was like 50% of the game. They were just going to I let the Sims drop, and he was dropping too far away. So they were he wasn't even contesting contesting their mid-range chance. Like Mitchell Robinson, he also a drop guy, but he's very long and athletic, and he I, usually gets up to contest and makes the shot difficult. <coughs> but Jericho Sims just was standing there and boxing out the big ones, and that's yeah, he's he did, he's not the same player. <laughs> yeah. So in the last two games, we had like Fred Van Fleet with 29, 28. Uh, we had Trent, Gary Trent Jr. with 24. Yeah, he, he can shoot. He also has some mid-range game. So he is always useful. Like if dribble handoff with Barnes, Yakam, like he'll just come around and had like from the nail wide open uh, mid-range shot. And the next game, as I said, we had the John Temari with 29 and Trent with 27. And like everyone was trying to score, like, and these guys still hit the over. And Darius Garland is, I will say, one of the best pull-up shooters in, with, within the guards in the league. Like, he's great from the mid-range. He's great from pull-up threes. Uh, 
he has a floater. Like the only weakness with him is uh, layups and getting inside and scoring at the rim. Not efficiency, but frequency. He's actually not doing it at all. And the Knicks are only doing like rim protection and deep into into, into the paint protection. And that works well with Garland because he's not going there anyway. So his shooting is from mid. And also we get Donovan Mitchell back, but we don't know how the shape of him and the minutes. He could be a probable minutes restriction. And yeah, just just load the spot for Darius. And I think Knicks will also like leave them to shoot their like mid-range shots and probably a close game and we get the Garland to get over this time. Yeah, having this one at MSG kind of, uh, I would say, reduces a lot of the threat of, of a blowout the Cavs are expected to win here. Uh, more on the Mitchell Robinson injury. Knicks have been enjoying a good season here, but the Robinson injury I think is a bigger deal than maybe someone make it out to be because – if you go through the Knicks schedule coming up, they have a really, really tough schedule. And this is like the real part of the season where you kind of need to figure out what team you are. And as much as I think the Knicks are going to be a playoff team, at worst a playing team, I think this will really show the character of the group in this next stretch without Mitchell Robinson. I wonder uh, how they're going to cope with that process. But in the meantime... Let's enjoy maybe a little bit of an edge here. Darius Garland provided a lot of opportunities. So that was the first pick on Darius Garland. Let's transition now into the second pick here. And this is in another one involving a game against the Hornets. And we're going to the Phoenix Suns. Cam Johnson back from injury. And Chris Paul as well involved over here. Yeah, I'd also say Chris Paul back from the injury, which is huge. And he actually sit out for like almost three weeks and then came back in the last game against the Memphis Grizzlies who were like a huge favorite to, to win that game and as I, as I often said on the on the show so the, the pick is Chris Paul over seven and a half assists and Cam Johnson over 20 12 and a half points which is minus 20 at the DraftKings so as I said like just a second as I said, like Chris Paul coming back from the injury, and first game back from the injury, he gets to play like Memphis Grizzlies. Memphis Grizzlies huge favors. Like I think it was all it was double digit spread, and Phoenix Suns win win the game. Uh, it, they were up like twenty like throughout the entire game, like fifteen to twenty, and then Memphis made like yeah. the, 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 la, the yeah. last yeah last. In the last corner, a big push, but Chris Paul was there on the floor, and yeah, he was just wasting time getting the free throws and everything, like keeping them above, and they actually won the game. And the interesting part: first game back from the injury, and we see Chris Paul playing 39 minutes. So yeah, it's huge, and he had 11 assists. And whenever I see Chris Paul playing against the worst defense, worst worse defense than like average like this kind of minutes his assist line i think he, he covers this with like easily and we had cam johnson first game back he scored 19 points off the bench against the nets with only 22 minutes last game he started and played 30 minutes but memphis grizzlies matchup for him jaren jackson jr and, and yeah it, it wasn't easy 
so he stayed under this line. But if he was playing for three days ago, like 30 minutes in start, we can expect him to play over 30 minutes tonight. And Cornets are probably the, the easiest matchup, especially for the Wings. And we can see, we can expect him to. I think he should be able to cover this line pretty easily. And I don't think Chris Paul was shooting like 18 field goals in the last game, but I don't think he shot this much tonight because there won't be need for it, I, I think. I think Phoenix win, win this game in double digits, but I think the starters get their minutes like until the end. Yeah, I like the spot here. Um it's been pretty popular on this show to go against the Hornets and with the with guys, you know, we have we have seen a bit of them since coming back from injury. We've seen the minutes distribution, so um so there was a concern yeah, in the comments about the injuries. Also for, for forgot to mention that Devin Booker is out, campaign is out, Landry Shemet is out, and now DeAndre Ayton is out. So like there is not really scoring option for Phoenix Suns besides Cameron Johnson and Michael Bridges. So going with Cam Johnson because Better. the line is below. Yeah, even better for this spot. I like the the selections of that one as they play the Hornets. Let's move now from the second pick here into our third pick. Going back to Tyler Hero. Uh, unfortunately, would have covered easily earlier last week on Friday uh, if it wasn't for the blowout. But hopefully he can cover this line as well as the Heat play host to the Boston Celtics. And we have the points over here. Pips, why don't you take us through it? So the Tyler Hero over 19 and a half points, which is minus 120 at DraftKings. So he finally played huge minutes in the last game. He, he came from the injury like 10 days ago. And in the last game against the Pelicans, he, he finally got the, 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 the normal minutes. He played 36 minutes and scored 26 points. So if you take a look, like, and he shot well finally, like 40% from the three. And if you take a look uh, at this season, he cleared this in 67% of the games when he gets the minutes. So I think if he 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 should get the minutes tonight. And the thing is, they already they already played Boston Celtics three times this season, and Hero scored 25, 22, and 26. So pretty easily covering this line the entire season. And I I just think. That should be the same thing tonight. There is no smart, so a bit worse defense on, on the Celtic side, especially on perimeter. And Horford is, I think, doubtful for this game. So we could see them playing without Horford and Smart, which will make their defense way worse. And Time Lord Williams is questionable. So if he sits, I think this is an amazing spot uh, for Tyler Hero. And yeah, that's about it. They switch. He can get against. He can go against a lot of guys on switch, and they play drop defense at five. And he is amazing pull up shooter. And yeah, it's just a great spot for for Hero. And he showed up three times against the Celtics this season. And I think he should continue with scoring twenty plus points. Yeah, Heat have have, are enjoying a, a pretty good season here. Tyler Hero, a big reason why, coming off the big contract extension, and he has been playing up to that contract. It was perceived as a lot of money, but he's just flat out a good player. Scores in a lot of ways, and without Marcus Smart, uh, this could be a really good matchup for him. Even better, Horford and Howard Williams are not going to be playing as well either because he's very good at getting to the rim. But those are the three picks that we have for you guys today 
on the show. Pips coming through with here's the first one. Cavaliers at the Knicks. Darius Garland over 20 and a half points. It's minus 120 at Bet MGM. Second play as the Hornets take on the Suns in Phoenix. Chris Paul over seven and a half assists combined with Cam Johnson over 12 and a half points on the same game parlay, which is minus 120 at DraftKings. Third and final play, as we just mentioned, Tyler Hero over 19 and a half points, which is minus 120 at DraftKings as the Heat, as the Heat, excuse me, host the Celtics. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode of Pick and Roll. This is the last time I'll be going live from Las Vegas. I'm back in my normal studio for tomorrow, back in back in uh, Canada tomorrow. So I'll have a little bit better audio quality, uh, the visual quality for myself and audio especially. But if you guys still have enjoyed the content, please make sure you smash the like button on YouTube. Subscribe to the board for more content just like this. We're still working on bringing some more content to this channel, along with the five shows a week that myself and Pips do here on Pick and Roll. If you're listening in audio format, please take a minute to rate and review five stars, and let's hope these bets cash. We will see you tomorrow for more from Pick and Roll.